Hello, BTP listeners. We are again joined by Daniel Mulligan. Hey, how's it going? What's up, buddy, man? Thank you for the introduction. Truly happy to be here back <laughs> with you for yet another great Let's Talk edition. I'm sure it's going to be again. As always, we are going to talk about some cool stuff, some exciting stuff. And today we're going to talk about um, friendship. And in, we'll, we're going to delve in detail what we mean by saying friendship when we say we're going to talk about it. So uh, let me actually start off by t- asking you a question. So what are you looking for in a good friend? What is a good friend for you? How would you define a good friend? What are you looking for? Not in terms of personality per se, maybe that too, but for the, for the most part, I'm, I'm looking at the general ideas. Like what is a good friend? What should they be to be a good friend? For you. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, great uh, point that you've mentioned so far about having friends, because I really believe that you are the some of the five people you spend the most time with. And the concept of friendship is so important because literally before we were recording this show, I was in a meeting with a friend of mine and we talked a lot about the importance of choosing the people uh, that we hang out with. And uh, in that basically uh, discussion, I mentioned that you want to be very cautious and very careful about the people you choose to spend your time with because you are always receiving uh, some sort of impact as well as influence by these people all the time. And we don't even know it. It happens on a subconscious level. So you might think that you and your ideas and your beliefs are all made by yourself, but that's just an illusion because in reality, most of your beliefs as well as your general lifestyle is a result of how you basically interact with people around you. And because of this for me, friends are perhaps the most, one of the most important choices that I have to make in my personal life because that, that way I can actually uh, guarantee what kind of life I will have. They say, tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. And for that reason, for me, it's very critical to choose the right people to habitually spend time with because that's from my perspective, perhaps the most important decision one can make in order to mold their mind and condition their way of thinking to achieve the kind of results they want. So for me, as you mentioned, you said, what's the definition of a true friend or a good friend? I really believe that a true friend is anyone that you can strike a win-win relationship with. If that there's a win-win dynamic in any relationship, that relationship is designed to be uh, basically a win-win relationship. And for that reason, I would like to uh, define a good friendship and a good basically interaction as someone or something uh, basically that allows you to somehow uh, strike that win-win dynamic in terms of what you're getting from the relationship and what you're offering. And when I say win-win, I really mean win-win, not like I win and you lose or uh, you win and I lose. Because uh, I I was in a discussion with a gentleman who was an NLP expert and he said, in all of my interactions, what I care about is for me to win. And because I believe that the belief systems of other people is subjected to a lot of factors that are outside of my control. So I just uh, look on my side and try to, you know, take care of my own, basically, uh, approach. But I disagree with, uh, with him. Uh, and the reason is because if we are only concerned with the winning on our side and do not consider and ask ourselves, well, 
does this interaction or friendship uh, allow uh, basically him or her to win uh, just like me or not? If we don't ask those questions, then obviously we end up in situations where uh, the other side might start to act in a very different way because we all, all of us, we tend to act in two very different ways based upon whether or not we think that in a friendship we are receiving values or we are basically offering values. So since value is such an important thing and we all want to get value out of our relationships and interactions, it's very critical for us to understand whether or not this is a win-win relationship. Because, for example, let's say that we are now in a relationship where I am winning and the other side is losing. What kind of outcomes can you expect from that relationship? Well, number one, you probably are not going to be respected very much by their side. You cannot earn their trust and you cannot really strike any long-term uh, cooperation with them because they say, well, what's in it for me? Because as we know, every single one of us, we are tuned to the famous channel, the radio channel and the radio station called WIFM. What's in it for me, right? So they ask themselves, what's in it for me? Why should I be in this friendship with Daniel or with, I don't know, John or with Pujix or whatever? They're going to ask themselves these questions. And if they cannot come up with a reasonable answer, then they say, well, this guy is getting more out of this relationship than I am getting. And because of that, it's better for me to just, uh, you know, start flaking. I, I don't want to just uh, contact this guy. I don't want to be in touch with him or her. So because of that, once you ask yourself, well, is there a win-win dynamic in this relationship? And if the answer is no, it's much more efficient for you to just end that relationship yourself, even though you are winning, because that winning is going to be very short lived. And at some point, the relationship will end. So for me to define, I said all that thing to define basically good friendship and a true friendship, and that is a friendship based upon uh, mutual interest as well as win-win dynamics. It's a relationship where both sides win by investing their time, energy, and resources in that relationship or friendship. I'm so glad that you defined it that way, not because of the definition you gave, but because it's not very subjective to you particularly. What, what do I mean? Like if you were to start and say, okay, in, in a, a true friend for me or a good friend for me is who is tall. You know what I mean? Like it has has good like right. talks well or whatever some some characteristics or some personality traits or some uh, um, you know bodily traits that would although that would be true maybe you like that you, maybe you're so much into that kind of stuff as a uh, uh, maybe that is the win that you want out of it but it doesn't matter what you consider to be the win for you in this definition that you gave. Uh, for not not for you in in a sense that it doesn't have to be you it can be anybody interject your wins out of a interaction with a friend and then you get this definition working still for almost everybody and I love that about your definition I I actually really like it and I think correct that's me right. if I'm wrong I mean that's and now that I think about it, I'm not, I'm very just now thinking about it in in this way exactly in this way maybe. Um, Maybe you can actually expand this and talk about this is a, a good or a true, not just friendship, but a relationship of any kind with anybody, really. Um, you can actually expand that. Oh, of course, we are just talking about friendship here today, but I guess you can even expand it further. Uh, of course. I mean, this is not just about friendship. Yeah. You're definitely right. This is not just about friendship. It's about all human relationships because we as humans, we are designed and drawn to two types of things. Our attention is designed to go towards two things, value 
However, however we define it, again, value itself could be very subjective at times, which is why I believe that we have to be careful about the people that we uh, associate with, because uh, what what defines what what uh, what, basically what constitutes value for us is very different from person to person. For, uh, let's say, a, uh, I don't know, a coke head, just, uh, I don't know, cocaine and some sort of drugs is the ultimate value. But for someone who is into, let's say, personal development, probably, I don't know, getting wasted in a bar somewhere for eight hours, that's not what he or she wants. So value is very subjective. And we define our values based upon basically our lifestyle, our background. Now, there are certain you know types of value that are ingrained in us by our DNAs. Think about survival, think about fear, think about sexuality. So there are certain, certain things that are wired in us by our DNA and by evolutionary wiring. But for the most part, value is very subjective, which is why it's so critical to know the people that you want to have a friendship or a relationship with. Because I believe in this case, there's no real difference because uh, a relationship that is sexual in nature is just an ultimate form of intimate friendship, right? In the end, which involves basically exchanging body fluids. But that's not just the essence of it. The essence of it is actually that intimacy that is in that relationship. So overall, it really comes down to value. And uh, uh, a great example would be, for example, uh, our cooperation and our friendship for the past probably decade or so. There was a reason why after a decade we're still you know, here sitting and uh, recording our podcast is because we are both seeing value in continuing that friendship. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that both you and I have friends in our lives or people in our lives that we are no longer associating with. I'm pretty sure that you, there were a lot of people 10 years ago in your life that are not in your life today. And the same applies to me. And the reason is because you do not see that value in continuing that friendship and that interaction. So ultimately, uh, it really comes down to win-win. And since I'm a huge fan of the great book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, I do believe in the importance of making friends and maintaining relationships based upon win-win or no deal. And that goes for both sides because uh, that's why I disagree with uh, basically a gentleman that mentioned that you should just think about your win because if I'm winning and you're losing, at some point, this relationship will end and it will not end well. And that's why it's best for uh, for both sides. It's like, okay, dude, uh, if I'm not winning and this guy is uh, losing, uh, or if basically that's like, it's called a lose-lose, right? Well, in that case, generally, it's just natural to just, you know, break the relationship. But sometimes one side is winning and the other, and that side that is winning continues a relationship, not knowing that sooner or later, something will go wrong, which is why if you know that relationship is win-win, you will then have that peace of mind knowing that, yes, this is going to work out. This is a relationship based upon mutual interest and win-win, and you can count on it and become trustable. For example, I'm sure you know there are a lot of relationships that are not trustable. You cannot trust the other person. Well, why is that? It's very simple because you don't uh, feel like it's totally totally win-win, and you don't believe that both sides have mutual interest. So because of that, you know that at some point something will go wrong. However, uh, some relationships are truly trustable. Like, I have full trust in you, Pooja, because I know that no matter what happens years from now, things will go because we have mutual interest and it's a, you know, win-win dynamic. So there's no reason for it to go off way, right? And because of this, I define basically good friendship in this way. And it's not just about friendship. It applies to relationships, both personal and intimate, as well as professional with clients, with business partners and other organizations. So it's a general concept, basically. Uh, yeah, so... So the answer is, uh, in a short form, yes, it does apply to any relationship, an elaborate one you just heard. So I'm, I'm glad I was right on that one. Maybe that's why it's a win-win relationship between me and you. <laughs> we sync. Anyways. That's right. <laughs> so um, look, at the end of the day, we all want good friendship. Let's let's go back to exclusively friendship here. I mean, although we 
might uh, digress at some point. So right now, let's come, let's come back to friendship. Now, there are obviously cases that it's not a win-win, but now it's not just either a win-win or not a win-win. There are degrees that are not a win-win as well. There are sometimes lose-win in favor of you, lose-win in favor of the other, and there are sometimes lose-lose. So it can get really horrific. Do, do they do they really matter to you? Do, do, do you care? So do you think of it, it should be win-win if it's not, it's not a good friendship? Or do you think, okay, it's not a win-win, it's not a particularly good friendship, but there are still degrees as to which I can look at these things. If, if both of us are, are losing in this relationship, then that's horrible. Obviously, you don't want that. But do you think that, okay, if one side is winning, maybe it still has a chance of survival? Is there such a thing, in your opinion? Well, first of all, again, uh, my purpose here in, in any relationship that I have or any friendship that I have or any interaction is to make it win-win or get out of there. And you mentioned sometimes the interaction is win-lose, but there is a chance. So uh, if there is a chance of turning that dynamic around and making it win-win, then I will definitely try it for sure. And that's, of course, uh, my first uh, attempt because you do not just uh, end a relationship the moment it goes sour. I mean, all friendships, all relationships will inevitably go through tough times. That's going to be, there's going to be moments where things don't go well or there are some problems or whatever because people are not robots. They're always changing. They're always evolving and they're affected by a lot of things. A uh, multitude of uh, factors are bombarding their lives from their emotions and hormonology to the economic factors and so many things. I mean, like so many darn things can literally change the way you, you know, you think. Even like the temperature in your room can affect the way you are. And how much glucose is there in your blood right now will affect how you think. So given the fact that we humans are not necessarily the most rational of beings, as was discussed in depth in the great book, uh, The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene, we should not uh, basically say, oh my goodness, that, that, that's over. It's win-lose, I'm out. So whenever a relationship that you know was win-win from the start, but at some point turns win-lose, then I will know that in, in that case, uh, I, I have had the experience, the track record of having a win-win relationship. So for me, if I was uh, in a relationship that was win-win in the past, but now has become win-lose, then of course my first attempt is how can I make it win-win again? That is my first, uh, basically, uh, solution here. And breakup, basically, is the last resort. Now, fortunately, given the fact that I personally like to make uh, healthy and vibrant relationships, I personally do not like to uh, basically abandon right away. I want to try my very best. And in, hopefully, I hope that in most cases, I actually manage to turn a dynamic around and make it women again. But if I really, after a lot of effort, I realize that I cannot make this, uh, if I cannot turn it around, then I have no choice but to leave because... As Brian Tracy once said, you should not uh, basically attempt to compromise your peace of mind. Uh, sometimes people say, like, Dan, you should hustle all the time. And I'm a hustler, as you know, Pujas, and I'm pretty sure you, uh, you are as well. Uh, but hustling and grinding, being a hard worker, does not mean suffering. You see, I work harder than most people in my, basically, surrounding, but I am not suffering through that process. I'm enjoying it, right? So Brian Tracy says, make uh, your peace of mind your number one priority in life. And that is so true. So if you're in a relationship that is like 
uh, from the beginning, from the get-go, it is like a win-lose or lose-lose, then you probably should look elsewhere. Because, I mean, not everybody is meant to spend time with everyone. Like, there are certain differences. I mean, just imagine if, if uh, there is someone who is, a, you know, a chain smoker. I cannot be best friend with someone who is a chain smoker, no matter uh, who he or she uh, basically is, because we at some point are going to have to hang out together. And if he or she starts smoking, then I'm going to get pissed, right? So... Not everyone is meant to be with everyone. And as we know, the recipe for disaster, ultimate recipe for disaster is to just try to please everyone. But at the same time, if a relationship was win-win at some point in the past, then that's a great sign that there is mutual interest and that you can make it win-win. So my first attempt in that case is to just turn it around and make it win-win. But of course, if it's not win-win, if I win and he loses, you're saying, well, Dan, so why don't you, just, why don't you continue? I mean, you're winning. Who, who, who cares? Well, I care because I care about long-term success. I care about long-term happiness. And relationships that I win and the other side loses might prove beneficial for me in the short term. But the amount of peace of mind that I will lose in the long term by trying to remain in a relationship that is basically abusive, right? Because if a relationship is win-lose, it is technically abusive. If uh, basically I am winning and uh, the other person is losing, then I am technically and essentially abusing the other person to get what I want. And all abusive relationships are destined for failure, all of them. At some point, something will happen and something will go wrong. And that's when your peace of mind is compromised. And I myself, as you know me, Pujish, I'm into long-term in everything. I believe in long-term perspective. And by long-term, I don't mean just a few days or weeks or months. I'm talking about decades here. I mean, I right now have plans for the next 25 years of my life written with deadlines. So I want to think long-term. And since I want to think long-term, if I am into a relationship that is doomed to failure because it's a win-lose and I'm winning, uh, I just happen to win, uh, be on the winning side, then in that case, I have no choice but to end it myself because it's kind of like a stock, right? Or it's kind of like an investment. Yes, I could make some money in the short term, but in the long term, I'm going to go bankrupt. And because of this, I will take precedent and I will literally uh, take the initiative to start the process of ending or at least trying to alter the relationship so that it becomes win-win. But generally, since I go long term, I am not in favor of win-lose, even if I happen to be the winner and the other side is a loser, because I don't know. I mean, first of all, uh, most people don't really enjoy being uh, in abusive relationships. And I don't think that the pleasure that comes from uh, uh, a win-win, basically, success is ever comparable to abusive types of winning where you win and the other side loses. I don't know. I'm not that kind of person. I don't really enjoy it. And I don't recommend anyone to go for it. And this is not for any moral reason. This is simple about this is simply about uh, practicality. It's about knowing your values. It's about understanding that in the long term you will enjoy your life much more if you're in win relationships uh, because what's the point of winning and then having no one to celebrate that victory with, right? Uh, Tony Robbins says if you climb the ladder of success alone, you'll probably jump off it. And that's exactly what's going to happen to those who believe in abusive relationships. Because yes, you're going to win. You're going to make your money. You're going to get your stuff done. But once you win, you're going to ask yourself, so is that all there is? And people around you, because people are, you know, smart. I mean, we're living in the 21st century. People are not idiots, right? So people start noticing like, well, wait, hold on a second. This guy is totally selfish. I mean, this guy is only for himself or this girl is only for herself. So in that condition, you will gradually start losing friends and allies. And at that time, even if you win, 
You have no one to celebrate your success with. And I think that's the ultimate failure. Just imagine you spend so much of your life working so hard to gain certain results. And in the end, you can't enjoy it because you have no one to share it with, right? So because of that, and because we are essentially social creatures as humans, we have to understand the importance of win-win because win-win allows you to win and to enjoy winning. I mean, what's the point of winning if you can't enjoy it, right? So just, you might as well just lose, right? So you want to win and you want to enjoy that winning. And for that reason, win-win is always the best approach in all relationships. This is not just, by the way, just about friendships. Maybe you are in a, you know, even about relationships between boys and girls. Maybe for a guy at the age of 20, I don't know, 25, 26, maybe all he really needs is to just have some fun. Maybe he really is not ready for marriage. So in that case, he can say, okay, I'm going to go lie to some girls. I will promise that I will marry them. I will lie to them that I I plan to marry them. And I uh, basically start lying. And in this way, I actually end up, for example, uh, seducing them. And I will end up having sex with them. And then, boom, when I got what I wanted, I will disappear. This is a great example of win-lose. And guess what? I'm pretty sure that if you ever try that, if, if, if any guy out there who's currently listening to me has ever tried that, he knows that in the end, he doesn't just feel very good about the whole process. And, but on the other hand, if the same person says, okay, listen, I'm a young dude. I got a lot of stuff to do and I don't want to get married, but I really have a high libido. I just want to get laid, dude. So he can simply either take the win-lose approach of saying, okay, I'm going to start lying to girls. I'm going to lie to them. I'm going to say, oh, I love you. I want to marry you. And I will then get laid that way and then run away. Or I can take the win-win approach and ask myself, could there be some other ladies out there who want exactly what I want? Could there be some girls out there who also don't want to get married? They don't want to settle down and they they wouldn't mind having a good time, you know, in in a friendly, legal and socially acceptable way. Why not? Let's give it let's give it a shot. And in that case, he will then start looking for the ladies out there who want what he wants, which is having a good time and having what we call a casual relationship, nothing very serious. And guess what? In that case, he will be much happier He will make the other girl also happy because both sides are getting what they want and no one here is uh, hurt and there's no moral or no emotional dilemma here. And because of this, I really believe that whatever you want, you should strike a win-win dynamic and there is always a way. This also, I give an example for dating, the same thing applies to business. Maybe you have certain products or services that you want to overprice and you want to sell at a higher price. There are many people out there who simply don't have the money to buy your product at that price. But you can actually tell yourself, well, okay, there's also Mercedes. Not everybody is supposed to buy Mercedes either. My products are pretty expensive, so they let them. I'm going to just offer my product or service to those who want it. So I'm not going to promise a, you know, a middle-class buyer that this product is cheap and then I pr- somehow trick them because this happens a lot in sales where, where a lot of salesmen just trick their you know, clients into saying that this is much cheaper than it really is and they end up, uh, you know, all these customers can end up a lot more than they actually uh, wanted to pay for because of all these hidden fees, right? And that's a great example of win-lose. And, but guess what? Many such businesses who engage in such activities of hidden fees and they end up selling a product that was priced much more, but they tell the clients it's much less. Many of these businesses just go out of business after a few years because clients will somehow start noticing like, hold on a second, these guys are liars, man. These guys just tell you it's it's this price, but they're going to end up actually paying more than this. So. This win-win applies to everything. We gave an example about friendship. We gave an example about, you know, a romantic and sexual relationship. And the same thing applies to business and finance. So it's all the same, man. Win-win or no deal. Stephen Covey had a really great idea. And he really right. was right when he said right. that. Yeah, well, that's a good, very good point. And I don't have honestly anything to add because I think you covered it super well. 
there's only one last point that I want us to talk about, and that is, okay, so when it comes to all any kind of interaction, there comes the idea of compromise. At the end of the day, you will have to, even in a win-win situation, it doesn't mean that it's, if you're compromising, it doesn't mean you're losing everything. It means you lose something in order to let the other person win something as well. Um, how do you how do you look at that? How do you come to say, okay, this is a compromise I'm willing to make, and this is the one that I'm not, etc.? What are your thoughts on it? Absolutely. What a great point. And uh, I mean, we right now take a look at just uh, world politics now and how Donald well, Trump is failing <laughs> to strike deal with China, with North Korea, with all the countries out there. And the reason is this because he doesn't understand the importance of win-win. And obviously, he will not succeed in that regard. The same thing applies, I guess, to uh, every other area. You see, uh, when, when you are trying to uh, basically strike a win-win dynamic, compromise is exactly, you know, just uh, the only way to do so. I mean, it's kind of like mathematics, right? Where you have two circles and these two circles somehow uh, cross each other. And the, you know, the, the area in the middle where it exists in both circles becomes like basically the main area. The exact same thing happens to uh, uh, basically uh, all interactions and relationships is that the sum total of our values that are common as well as interests will then form that relationship. And inevitably, we have to at some point make a compromise. I mean, it's just impossible to have a relationship or a friendship that lasts for a long time without some degrees of compromise. And compromise, by the way, should happen by both sides. Because if a relationship is in a way where one side should make compromises all the time, but the other side is not doing, what kind of relationship is that? We all know that's called win-lose, right? So in a win-win relationship, both sides must compromise. And if only one side is compromising, that is a win-lose. And if, of course, no side is compromising, there are two possibilities. Either it's a perfect win-win relationship, which happens very rarely. It does happen, but very rarely. Or, obviously, it's a lose-lose relationship, as we're seeing right now between uh, regarding the uh, trade war between China and the United States. A complete lose-lose situation that is affecting both economies. And I'm very, very concerned about this right now, about what will be the outcomes of this trade war. What's going to happen to, I don't know, the next iPhone that will uh, come out, I don't know, this October and the prices. I mean, all of those things, right? So uh, when you think about this, uh, compromise is a necessity, is a step in striking win-win balance, uh, basically relationships. Because in most relationships, we are not going to be in relationships with those who have the exact same goals and, and opinions as we do. I mean, no matter how much we have in common, there's always going to be some things that you are uh, not going to have in common with the other side, which is why compromise is the name of the game and is absolutely essential. And since you pointed out uh, compromise, uh, Pujix, I want to ask you yourself, uh, what is your general attitude towards compromise and how do you tend to strike compromises in your relationships and friendships? Yeah, I mean, that's that's basically the key to make the win-win situation happen. Uh, anyways, like, there's no if if I'm persistent to get my way all the time, it's it's only bound to fail for the other person. So I mean, unless unless every single time that other person is also exactly has the same opinions and the same desires as I do, which is not just highly unlikely, it's impossible unless it's the same person as I am. <laughs> so so at the end exactly. of the day, you you got to do it. You gotta you gotta um, you know all of us we got to calm down sometimes and be like you know what does it really matter so much to me that i'm not even willing to i mean there are some i understand there are some scenarios that you don't want to compromise on but but in most cases we don't really really care that much about stuff um to really really insist on them uh even though sometimes it's just 
causing so much harm in other people and making them very upset or not um, getting getting the, giving them a chance to to acquire the quote unquote win whatever that might be so so yeah I, I think I think I, I do agree with you it's a it's it, it's the tool to make this whole thing work and if you don't you're just losing energy um, you know, at the end of the day this is how I think of it with this mindset with all the precursors that we talked about right now today um, you either have a planet of all winners because every interaction involves winners um, only or you have a planet of all losers because even if you win as you mentioned in a win-lose situation at the end of the day you're a loser because who who do you have around you to celebrate it with and then you're also spending so much energy on those relationships that were on the losing end of the stick because whether you like it or not because they come bite you in the ass at some point so somebody's gonna at some point do the same thing to you that you did to the other person if not the same person so you're going to be at the other end of the stick again now uh, the loser side now so so this is going to make a toxic environment that everybody's trying to any, uh, uh, screw anybody over and and that's just well the the net result is a lose for everybody across the board so i'm not interested in that as you mentioned i'm interested in a net result that is a win for everybody um maybe a little bit less uh than it would be otherwise for me but but at the end of the day, it's actually more because, as you mentioned, like the the thrill of having somebody to share your success and um, and even failures. Like if you if you're failing, if you it's it's better to fail with someone than fail alone. <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> it's, Absolutely uh, true. I it, agree completely. Everything yeah. everything is I think uh, everything is intensified and multiplied uh, basically and magnified when you are with uh, other people when you're sharing with other people right we are social creatures at the core and uh, everything feels better and of course sometimes worse when it involves other people and because of this you need to take uh, into account the importance of considering other people and uh, striking uh, long term basically uh, win win relationships and uh, of course uh, by win win I don't mean just uh, sacrificing yourself. Compromise does not imply sacrifice at a level that uh, hurts you, but it really can be somehow, from my perspective, it's kind of inevitable without some degrees of uh, uh, compromise. It's just impossible. And I totally with you in this regard. And uh, uh, I hope that our listeners now will also try to implement the strategy of win-win thinking in a world where unfortunately we are just looking after our own thing. Uh, and this is happening all across the board. This is happening all across the board in relationships where uh, the guy basically only cares about sex and doesn't tell the girl about it, where the girl only wants the guy's money and doesn't tell him, where the client uh, basically only wants to get a discount not knowing the quality of the product, where the seller only wants to sell at the highest price. In a world where we are, we're told to just look after our own benefits and just take care of ourselves and uh, everyone for themselves... I think it's really uh, refreshing and uh, uh, quite uh, applicable to think about the importance of win-win dynamics uh, in and it the 21st works. century. It's not just a that, you know, dramatic course, romantic scenario that we're talking about. It actually does work. I mean, you're a great example of it. Uh, thank you very much. Exactly. That's so true. You you really want to strike that balance because uh, this is the ultimate winning formula. 
I mean, we're not saying this uh, uh, basically for the sake of its moral appeal. And I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, you and I, Pujus, especially for me in my case, I'm not the biggest uh, basically uh, statue of morality. I'm not the, you know, I'm, I'm not here to just uh, advocate advocate for any, uh, you know, moral or religious value here whatsoever. As you guys know, I'm, I'm very scientific minded. This is not necessarily about morality or anything else. It's not about ethics. This is about practicality. It's about really getting results. And uh, in this particular case, I really believe that win-win really is the best solution. And this is not because of some moral or you know religious belief. This is reality of life as it is in every area of life. Uh, and once you understand this, and once you, of course, ex- uh, experiment for it, because I think the best teacher is like your failures. Once you try to strike a couple of win-lose relationships, uh, and then you see the outcome, then you realize, well, Daniel was right, man. I should go back to win-win, right? So because of this, uh, I really believe that this uh, is practical. This is not necessarily about morality or ethics or anything like that because uh, uh, I don't know about you, Pujish, but I tend to be very skeptical about those two concepts. But this is really practical and this is going to help hopefully a lot of people to improve the quality of their lives because uh, you know your emotions are uh, heightened by your relationships and being in relationships that are not satisfactory and always uh, you know uh, causing you emotional distress – I don't think that's a good life. And if you don't want that life, then think win-win, dudes. Think win-win. Well, listen, Dan, it's always a pleasure um, to sit down with you and talk about all these cool stuff. And we've done it again. Uh, we've come to the end of the show again. And uh, we covered a lot of good stuff. But I'm, um, I'm going to ask you if, you've, if you have something that we didn't cover that you want to talk about. Is there anything? For sure. It was a, first of all, I want to thank you so much for the great topic that you chose. Very great topic oh, and you. very applicable. And uh, of course, you ask very a lot of great questions, uh, which allowed me to elaborate my ideas. But as we already mentioned, friendships, relationships, or anything else, any type of human interaction that is not based on win-win thinking is doomed to fail sooner or later. And more importantly, it is doomed to fail because it will uh, somehow lead to your inevitable loss and failure even if you win in the short term because understand this guys life everything in life is in the long term fairness is in the long term success is in the long term happiness is in the long term Uh, all forms of achievements happen in the long term and win-win is your surest ticket to long-term success and prosperity and because of this i really believe that uh, in a world where unfortunately uh, because of a lot of uh, misguided information as well as bad role models, like a lot of these junky celebrities that are out there. Uh, think of like a Snoop Dogg. Uh, I, I don't know who, Snoop Dogg or what it was. Who was who just who was on a stage saying, "Well, I want to thank me for me for like like we're living in a world where Hollywood has created these uh, hypomaniac and egomaniacs out there who believe that it's all the whole world revolves around them. In a world where we have very few role models who can teach us about effective ways of success and happiness. I really hope that this uh, uh, short talk between between Pujuks and I will help our listeners to understand that you want to maintain a balance. You should not be a martyr and you should not be selfish. I really believe in that because it's very hard to strike that balance. I mean, uh, uh, people are saying, it's like, Dan, that's, I'm, it's so inspiring. It's so very nice. It's very kind. But I told you earlier, win-win is for both sides and win-lose is bad for both sides. So if I myself find myself in a situation where I am losing and the other side is winning, as an intelligent person, it is my duty to leave that relationship or change the dynamics. So we're talking about balance here. 
I'm advocating not to be egotistic, but at the same time, I am advocating against being a martyr. I'm advocating against sacrificing yourself for the other person. I am against both approaches because both extremes are wrong. The selfish extreme is wrong and the martyrdom, uh, basically, and selfless side is also wrong. So a, a very intelligent, rational person, and rationality is not something easy to attain, as we know, really is about striking a great sweet spot between selfishness and selflessness. Once you have both in you, once you're both selfish and selfless, once you're in a win-win relationship where you are not basically abusing the other side, and at the same time, you're not a martyr and you're not just a giver, and once you strike that sweet balance and uh, you know you find that balance in the middle, that's when life gets really exciting. And you realize, man, my life is going to a whole new level. And that is because now you're combining the essence of selfishness and selflessness in a very balanced way, and that will make your life better in almost any way. Thank you again. This has been awesome. And thank you. My pleasure, buddy. Thank you all for joining us, as always. And I hope to see you in our later episodes. Have a good one.